Welcome back. Hope your Wednesday's going great. There's a very bizarre story that took place at the Salt Lake City Airport. I'm not going to give you any of the details because we've got the guy who's got them all. ABC's Alex Stone is with us from the West Coast. Alex, good afternoon. Uh, go ahead. What do we got? Hey, John. Yeah, th- this is really weird. So, and, and police say they don't totally understand it right now, and they got to wait for the, some of the tests to come back to try to put it together. But it was close to, to 10 o'clock on uh, p.m. on New Year's Day night, and the police say in Salt Lake City they got a call from a store manager in the Salt Lake City airport saying that there was a guy creating a disturbance in the store. Now we know that guy's name, Kyler Effinger. He had a ticket to fly to Denver. He was uh, apparently making a a scene in that store in the airport. Wasn't clear exactly what was wrong in that moment. Police responded in. Brent Weisberg, Salt Lake City Police, he picks it up from there. He says... After that initial disturbance... Our officers have learned that he did leave that initial location inside the secured part of the terminal and then left using an emergency exit that is inside the terminal. So he ran out the exit door, was spotted running around the tarmac and under planes at the Salt Lake Airport. There was a manhunt for him. They were getting all kinds of reports. He's here. He's there. They're running around trying to find him. A Delta Airlines pilot reported seeing somebody go under his aircraft out on the de-icing pad. And when police got to that plane, their suspect was in the engine and dead. And they worked to get him out of the engine. At first, police said the engine had not been running. Now they say, well, it was spinning, but they don't know if it was if it was on or the wind was making it spin. It was. It doesn't seem like it was going very quickly, but uh, they got to figure out what the operation of that engine was. The exact stage of the engine's operation remain under investigation, but the um, blades, the air blades, were circulating when officers arrived on scene. So the guy was pulled out of the engine. He was given Narcan but he was already dead and it would indicate that they thought that he was overdosing on fentanyl or something like fentanyl giving him narcan um but and police are saying it's going to take toxicology to figure out why he died that it's not like they say well he was sucked into the engine and and we know that was it they say they don't know why he died uh and they were able to to pull him out they don't know if it was drugs and he overdosed or what it was we want to find those answers too to help his family obviously um figure out what happened and what led up to this? There will be an autopsy on him to see if it was the engine or some kind of drug or something else, but it's it's very odd. You know, it seems highly coincidental that he would crawl into the engine and overdose in that very moment. Um, they don't know, so they're, they're trying to answer it right now. Are there any signs of trauma on him, Alex? We've asked police that. They say not really, and that's why they don't totally understand this, of why he was dead in the engine cowling there, and when they pulled him out of there and then gave him Narcan. So in that moment, they thought that, that he had overdosed on something, and his bizarre behavior, running around, running out the exit, and then running around airplanes and kind of acting crazy. But uh, again, just the timing of it is all very odd. Uh, it doesn't seem like you know he went into the engine. Typically... That would be pretty apparent. It does happen from time to time that the engine's been on and he ran near it where people are sucked in, you know, not to get too graphic. But um, in this case, they don't think that's what happened, but but they don't know yet. Alex, there must also be questions about security. And the guy goes out a locked door. That, that can happen, right? We don't have an armed guard for each person that's in the terminal. But to run around on the tarmac, I mean, we were just talking yesterday with you about the Japan flight that came in and hit another airplane. Can you imagine if this guy ran onto an active runway and a plane was trying to land or trying to take off? 
Yeah, and uh, you know, exit doors have to be available for going out. Those exit doors, and then he went out one of those. I know there have been some in recent years where somebody runs out an exit door for whatever reason, or they believe that there is a an emergency going on, and people flood out those uh, emergency doors, and they're all over the tarmac and the the runway. So it does happen, but you know, they they got to leave them unlocked and, and the the ability to to go out of them. Um, but it did take them a while in this to figure out where he was, being one guy running around at night on the, the tarmac, hiding behind things. It took him a while to find him. And collectively, Alex, it seems like a much better travel season this holiday season as compared to last. Is that accurate? Yeah, I mean, except for that weird story, overall, things uh, went really well. You remember after Thanksgiving, the, the airlines had said, well, it was smooth, but they wanted to do it again to, to know if they really had the system down uh, over Christmas and New Year's, and they were able to do it. The TSA says it screened over 32 million people people during the the end of year period December 21st to January 2nd 15% more than last year and things went really well of course you know somebody listening is going to say well my flight was delayed there were some delays and cancellations but airlines like United and we just got an update a moment ago from American saying that they had the best uh, end of year holiday season ever that they have seen Americans saying they went like six straight days without canceling one flight. And during the entire period, only 16 flights got canceled. So it was very low. At United, they say they've made big changes to turn things around post-pandemic. And that they think it, it's gone well. United saying this. The pandemic did a hit on all of us. And we're happy to share that we're, we're back. We're back to where things used to be prior to uh, 2020. A new data out today from the government shows flight cancellations in 2023 were at a 10-year low. United, Delta, American, and Alaska had the best on-time rates above 80%. The low-cost carriers, Frontier, Spirit, JetBlue, they continue to struggle below 70%. But the last half of 2023 had some of the best on-time and cancellation rates in many, many years. That coming out of the pandemic, they staffed up. There were not major weather problems, and they did quite well. ABC's Alex Stone. Thank you, Alex. You got it. Thanks, guys.